And welcome to the Under the Bus podcast. I am Clayton, joined by Merge. Merge, how are you doing? Don't roast me too hard, okay, Clayton? Uh, <laughs> but, oh man, isn't it, isn't it just feel good to be positive, to be like excited to talk about the Lakers? Like, legitimately? Yeah. Yeah, we were it excited to talk about the Lakers the last podcast is. we were on, but yeah, this fucking bastard yep. over here didn't yeah. post it. Yep. <laughs> there it is. I knew, I knew it was coming. You, you what, me. What, a, up, so. what a cunt. What a cunt. Anyways, Alan also is joining us like we enjoy very much. So, Alan, how are you doing, man? Uh, I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm great right now. <laughs> I have having a great time. It is a wonderful, wonderful feeling. I opened up my first teaching job starting June. Very, very excited. Wonderful school. Um, let's hope they don't fire me after hearing this podcast. Um, <laughs> nice. Nice. And then along with him, we have Nas, the most despicable Lakers follow on Twitter. Bottom five human apparently but bottom five human of all time of <laughs> all forget. time of all time of all time uh genghis khan and then nas and then nas nas is like in that form maybe five, three, five. Bro. you're a yeah. solid number three yeah <laughs> i'm in the lebron uh lebron kobe range in terms of uh worst human being <laughs> like uh, in terms of the group and that uh top Three, four, five, whatever. Amazing. Amazing. Nas is currently 36 <laughs> points away from being the worst person. So we'll see if he's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> They're just passing each ball. <laughs> like a curry. Right. Anyway. Oh. All right. Well, um, right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right off the bat, we're excited to record today. Um, we have a little bit of some sound issues going on, so hopefully you guys can bear with us. Um, we want to record, though, because it was the trade deadline today. And boy, man, did over the last two days have the Lakers made us all very happy. Um, to kind of go over, it all started off yesterday with trading Russell Westbrook, a 2027 uh, first-round pick, one through four protected, Damian Jones, who completely turned pumpkin, and JTA uh, wants Toscano Anderson for D'Lo, the return of D'Lo. I know Nas is not super happy about that one, but I think he's warming up to it a little bit. I think he's warming up to it a little bit. Um, it's not Russell Westbrook, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then uh, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Um, then after that, uh, er, 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 uh, the, the, the TB trade happened next. Uh, Thomas Bryant was traded to Denver for Devon Reed and three second-round picks. It was the day of the second-round pick, was it not? It, oh, my gosh, definitely. And then uh, Mo Bamba was tr- traded to the Lakers for Patrick Beverly and a second-round pick. On top of all of that, um, we obviously had, was it now two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when Ruby Hachimura was traded uh, that was the one, or it was two weeks ago, that was the podcast that we recorded that Merch lost didn't file. post. Lost file, my ass. Uh, Ruby Hachimura. No, for, it is the for, lost file. Oh, well, oh we'll yes. Add, we'll add it to the, to the folder. Yes, yes. For uh, Kendrick Nunn and uh, three second round picks, so they got those most of those picks back um, that they dealt over the course of a couple trades. Um, guys, 
the Statmuse account is usually pretty terrible with uh, its jokes and stuff, especially about the Lakers. But it had had one today of end of an error instead of end of an era for Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook, and I'm so happy. I I now don't have to have you know all of the low light videos of him bricking and destroying buildings with his terrible shooting and then also the dirty player known as Patrick Beverly who apparently may be on his way to Minnesota in a buyout. Um, not happening apparently. Uh, no. First time. Oh, it's not uh, happening. Not 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 uh, not the Timberwolves from what it sounds like. Okay. I I huh. guess I didn't see that one. Someone but, um, will pick him up. It's Patrick. Yeah. Beverly. Yeah, but um, that 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 made me happy. Along with getting Kendrick Nunn off the team, I don't know other than just some you know nitpicking of some trades that we've talked about. I'm ecstatic about these these moves. Um, Nas, I'm gonna let you talk first since since you kind of have been letting us know some of the stuff beforehand, anyways. But uh, yeah. As the as the res, as the resident Delo non stan we'll say, uh, yeah, here. we'll go hater. Um, <laughs> let's, I want to I want to hear what I, I, I want to hear what you have to say. I think Honestly, dude, like, like, I'm like, like, uh, this is, hate I, I hated Delo when he was a Laker, but I don't hate him now. I'm more of like. Before it was like on and like the way he conducted himself off the court, like he was just very like annoying and uh, immature. I understand he was young, but at the same time, like he just wasn't like uh, very. Even for his age, he was very immature for for me, right? He never went full Kuzma though. And no, that's no, a, no. a plus on his. Oh side. no, yeah, <laughs> like uh, that's a different, uh, uh, that's a different story in itself. But you know, but like I mean, but I will say this though. I mean, D'Lo has uh, he, like he had matured off the court right and his game has gotten better off, off on it too like he's shooting a, a, a career high in everything right now right like you 43 know 43 percent this year yes yeah, insane man it's like and you know like clay is like uh, his measurements will never go away he's like uh he's always gonna have a long wingspan and everything yeah but clay was like and his vision is like uh, has always been there that's yep. what like, those are the two things that clay was like uh like but like obsessed about when coming at, coming out of college because it was him or Okafor and nobody like Clay <laughs> hated Okafor oh, <laughs> you know I mean? and there's good reason Okafor's not even in the league right now right no. where is he right now you know like no, I no think one he's knows. in the G, he's in the G League I believe oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so anyway like yeah like he like he wasn't like you know he's uh he he's gotten better and I really can't complain. And the most important thing is that he's not Russell Westbrook. All right. Yes, like, uh, that's the most important thing. You know, whatever. I could, going through Russell Westbrook, I can go through anything with any player now, to be honest with you. Like those two, one and a half, those one and a half years that, uh, that we experienced with them, like you, like when, when you have a declining star like that, like uh, Russ is a star. Well, it was a star. Right, no yes. matter what, you have to. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to give him that credit, right? Yeah, but no, for sure. Not. As as the biggest Russell Westbrook hater out there, 
he was a star, yes. Yes, he was an absolute star, right? But he doesn't know that he's not a star anymore. And he still expects people to treat him like a star. And he, like, the thing, and they also want, he wants the, uh, whoever coaches him to overlook whatever mistakes he makes. This is like, we thought it was a Frank Vogel issue last year. It turns out that it's a Russ issue. Because like a like, uh, 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 Ham tried to point out that he made mistakes in like uh, in film sessions and stuff, and he would not like it. You know what I mean? So it's really, like uh, like it's it's really bad. Like like he it's him. He has a, he has a lot of issues, and you know what? It's not like uh, 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 D'Angelo's coachable. The only person who had an issue with D'Angelo is Byron Scott. Byron Scott, yeah, and Nick and he like the Logan. Yeah, Steve Kerr said he was really coachable, really nice. They just traded him for Wiggins, and that turned out to be a positive. And they got Kaminga out of it as well, yeah. so it worked out really well for yeah. the Warriors. Everyone yeah. who's coached D'Angelo apart from Byron's likes him. Yeah, like uh, they like it didn't work out with Golden State with him, but it's working out with Chris Finch. You know, like uh, the, yeah, no, no one ever says anything bad about D'Lo in uh in, in Minnesota. They actually like you know like uh, Minnesota fans were actually hoping that he would get a first because he, of how he's playing so well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one thing I will say though is that the Lakers did uh, the one hundred percent correct thing by not trading Russell over the summer because yes. it would have yeah because it would have killed his uh, any kind of thing like any kind of uh, value that he had. They kind of re- uh, rehabilitated his value. They absolutely did, you know. Because like before, it was like okay, you have to have one pick to uh, to offload him, right? For to like for the team to absorb his contract, and another pick to like a- actually get players back. But what what happened? You know, like we just gave a, a protected pick, and that's for an upgrade, a massive upgrade for D'Angelo Russell. No. And, uh, I, I think that's also kind of like getting getting lost in it. That that you know, trading two first. And Russ for for like you know Buddy and Miles uh, Turner, Buddy and Miles Turner, like that's like everyone just like just loved that deal, and I I never quite understood why it was so like universally loved by Lakers fans, and I understand they wanted Russ off the off the off the floor, Buddy Heal can shoot, Miles Turner, blah blah blah, but you. You you lose a lot of of maneuverability when you do that trade. You know, it's you you get you get those guys, but Miles Turner <laughs> plays less than Anthony Davis, who people complain about. You know, yep. Buddy Buddy Heald can't defend very well in this trade. Nope. Not only did you get D'Lo, who is an upgrade just straight up over Russ, mm-hmm. you also you also got Malik Beasley, who is. An electric scorer, and then, they're both top fifteen and three pointers made in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was wrong on the percentage. It's thirty nine percent for the season. It was forty three percent, I believe, in the last like so many so many games or weeks or something. That that one has been floated around a lot. So yeah, um, I mean, the last two months have been like really good. Yeah, he's been on he's been on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then adding an electric defender as well Ooh. in Jared Vanderbilt. Who Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley are essentially under contract next year. Malik has yep. a team option. Jared Vanderbilt is um, just fully guaranteed, but he's cheap, man. Yeah, it's like twenty-four like, mil for that guy. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a upper echelon defender. Is I know. And don't don't 
Alan brought this up when we were before we started recording. Notice the narrative change after the Lakers did this move. Now mm-hmm. D'Lo is back to being just, you know, a pain in the butt, or he's not all that great, or you have to worry about the knee, or Malik Beasley, you know, is just, oh, he's a good shooter sometimes, but he's just, you know, he's a complete and utter negative on defense. He's not a good defender, don't get me wrong. But like he's not he's not, in my opinion, like bottom three, like some people have been making him out. And then this no. this we've been hearing for how long that Jared Vanderbilt is a ridiculous defender. Mm-hmm. Now we even have quote unquote Laker fans trying to say that he's not a great defender. I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? Name and shame, like, Clay. Say what? Name and shame. I can't hear you, sorry. Name and Name shame. And shame. Oh, t- well, I mean, according according to what we were talking about in the chat, it was Tim. Yeah. Like with his analytics. Like I, I don't want to bag on Tim on this because, like, Tim overall is a good guy. But I've seen enough people say that he is a great defender. From what I've seen, he's a really, really good defender. He's not a small ball five. That You could say, like, he wasn't great this year, and I could understand that to an extent. But that was also because Utah was using him almost as a small ball five. He's not a small ball five, though. He's and, a, and he has to make up for Laurie Markkinen's mistakes on defense. Right? He's been great offensively, yeah. but he's, he's not a good defender at all. No. And so Vanderbilt is a 4-3, kind of like how we were talking about on that Rui episode. He He's just a really good wing stopper type. He's He can play a small ball five, but he's that's not his best role. And that's what they were using him a lot as. So, like, yeah, I, I can see the issues with that. But, like, let's put it into context. That's one thing like no one ever wants to go into is the context of it. Why was he not great? Well, because they were putting him in a position to, that he's not great at. That's like asking some of the players in in on the Lakers before these moves, "Hey, we have how many guys that were 6-1-6-2-6-3? We need you guys to play the 3." An impossible position for them and guys like Darvin Ham. You know? So like what what are we what are we doing here? Like we're gonna we're gonna nitpick about things that we've been desiring after for a long time, and then now all of, all of a sudden it's shit. Fuck off, man! So sick of that. Yeah, it's crazy too because it's like you. I think in this trade deadline, they you could say that they needed like one more wing, maybe like a six seven six eight guy, right? Maybe. Yeah. But. You could also say that they pretty much filled their roles too, like in terms of like their because the other wings that like you you needed were like either overpriced or they just weren't available. Period, right? But like, yeah. uh, like even if okay, so they got okay, they got Vanderbilt, they got Rui, and uh, that's pretty like th- those are the guys that you can need, like sort of like a six seven, like six ten kind of guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Th- those are the guys that like uh, Laker fans were begging for for years, right? And you finally got it. What are you complaining about, man? You know what I mean? And he's like, Malik and Beasley those, isn't small either. Yeah, Malik Beasley's like six five. You know, like, uh, and even uh, even Reed, who the Lakers got from uh, from from uh, Denver, he's not a small guy either. You know, he's like, uh, he's, like he's he's six five, but he also has a seven foot wingspan. Yeah. So I mean, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? What what are you guys complaining about? You guys got asses back, and like uh, you were able to upgrade your team. Like much exponentially, like you guys have flexibility for the future. You have a, you you know, you, you upgraded the roster. What else is here? You know, I mean, like you, you compare. 
which roster are you taking? The one before the trades or the one after the trade? You, t- you know? Oh, <laughs> I, I, oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, I seriously think that there are some people out there that believe that the that the the roster before was better than this from some of the things I've seen of just like general Laker fan, you know, it just word merge, just, just, I don't, I don't understand, you know, like it just does not make any sense to me. Like you, you up, you upgraded, you upgraded, you got three really good shooters in D'Lo Malik and in adding Mo Bamba, who is a 36, 37% three point shooter at seven foot. Add on again. He's he's got a seven ten wingspan, like and to to then go back to you know Tim who talked about or, or with his basketball index, you know, I I want to go positive and negative. You know, I don't want to try and you know pick and choose stuff. But like Mo Bamba on basketball index, essentially an elite defender. With with all of that. Really good at rim deterrence, B minus on that grading he has, but rim shots contested, A, per, you know, A, rim, rim contest, blocks, et cetera, et cetera. Two, which he, yeah, I mean, like, if you just go and look at that, it's just all, all solid numbers. So I don't, you, you add a guy that blocks like a shot or two a game usually, and he's never been a huge big minutes guy, and he shoots the three. Like that was right there, just an improvement over Thomas Bryant, who some Lakers fans were really upset that they did that trade for, who then had requested a trade because he wasn't getting enough time. Now he's not going to get much time any- either because he's going to be playing with Jokic. So it's kind of funny. Right. And uh, like how long? Like how, how for us? Like you know how how long have we been wanting Mo Bamba, and now we got him? Yeah. And now, like, uh, people are still complaining. Like, well, dude, we were, you guys are never, never going to be happy. Period. No. Yeah. You know? Like, like I said before, we could nitpick about some of the guys, you know. I had said for how many podcasts, even some of the ones that now didn't get posted, merge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Gary Trent Jr., like, that was one that we've repeatedly talked about. And it didn't happen. But then again, no one understands what the hell Toronto was doing right there. Right. Keeping keep standing still and in fact buying Jakob Pertle, which now they're going to have to give a fatty contract to because apparently he wants twenty million a year. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So they they weren't selling. Who who are you going to get? You can't trade for Miles or uh, 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 Mikael Bridges because apparently the Nets were asking for four first round picks for him. Four after you only got four for Kevin Durant. Like get out of here. So, you know, uh, going back to Mobamba, this is what he shot from three the past two years, right? 30 plus five, 35 plus percent. No, 38.1% last uh, year. Nice. And 39.8% this year. Yeah, on how many attempts? Uh, 2.7 this year, last year, uh, 4.0. That's, that's good. That's, that's really good, good for, for a stretch, <laughs> yeah, stretch back up big. Stretch high, that's really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but like, you know, he fits what you need with AD. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, and he plays defense. So in really, the aggregate, really well. he's a better player than uh, the, than Thomas yeah. Bryant. And what did, what what cost? What did it cost it, uh, for him? Basically, THT and a second. Yeah, if you, if you look at it, that's that's essentially what you traded for him. And while while you know some of us were huge fans of THT, you you do that trade. You know, like 
Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially with some of the side moves. They, the Lakers, the Lakers didn't give up a lot, and they got massive improvements. Russell Westbrook was bad. Now, he was improved this year. I'm going to say it, even though I'm like the biggest hater of him. He has improved. D'Angelo Russell is a big improvement. Thomas Bryant, who outplayed his contract and deserves yep. more money next year, not as good as Mo Bamba, just because of the defensive aspect. So. So, did you guys see Brian Windhorst shit on Russell Westbrook like for the past twenty four hours? Whenever you're running, so amazing, dude. <laughs> no, I I didn't. I'm I'm he guessing. Basically, he basically said the two things that I took from coming out of crypto on Tuesday was LeBron's the greatest scorer of all time because he is obviously got the most points, and the second thing is Russell Westbrook is a just needs to be traded like. He went, he's just horrible. Like, for like six hours straight on ESPN, it was incredible. Like, every single segment he did, he was talked about how... Russ how was trying to make that happen. game about him, man. Well, he hijacked it. He hijacked it, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like the whole uh, emoji things that uh, LeBron and uh, Phil Handy were doing, you know, like, uh, it really pissed off his uh, inner circle, right? And I'm sure it got back to Russ. And it's been weird since. And I Vinay must have been, been pissed. Huh? Vinay must yeah. have been pissed. Yeah, like uh, his brother was pissed. Like like everybody was like pretty much pissed in his <laughs> uh, inner circle. And that's the thing. Like, uh, and that's the thing too. Like, <laughs> he like. How to treat Ray Westbrook on spaces now? <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, I who like who cares if he's pissed, man? You know what I mean? He deserved it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my my first reaction was like. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you angry about, dude? <laughs> you know, you, you you play like shit. Like, the, the worst thing was that when the Lakers had that five-game winning streak and LeBron was like, yeah, you know what? Let's go get some more, guys. Come on, let's win. You know? Like, uh, let, let's stay greedy, right? Then Russ goes like this. You know what, guys? Nah, let's not listen to any of that. Let's just have fun. Win, lose, or draw. Let's have fun. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Dude, if that's the yeah, well, if that's the case, then why even have a score up? You know, who cares? Why keep score? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just there for cardio. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because Russ wants to do what Russ wants to do. And that's, that is what I said when that trade happened. And again, like Staten said, it's an end of an error. So th- good riddance. Um, and this is a, it's been the perfect 48 hours. Kyrie's not a, not a Laker. Also, Westbrook has been traded, and Patrick Beverly is no longer a Laker. Like, literally, it couldn't have transpired any better. My thing is that, like, it's not even for me. Yeah, Kyrie fits in on a basketball level, right? Like, hundred yes. percent, he does, yes. right? Yes, one thousand. But I, like, uh, with all this stuff, like his his unreliability issues and stuff, and I'm not even for me. I don't even care about that. I care about like. The, the value of it, like you're just stuck with um, another guy who's asking for a max, you know, and, and like instead of breaking it down to like three contracts that are usable for the team and giving him depth, you're you're putting everything into uh into a, another guy, so you're basically stuck on the three star uh the, the three star alignment again, where you could get like quasi all stars or like like you know like uh guys who are like a borderline all stars even whatever you want to call the angelo like a make wish all-star you know he has a he, he does have an all-star game in his uh under his resume right whatever right like you know because jimmy was uh out that year like it doesn't matter dude like he's still like borderline there 
And he's an above he's a average starter. He's a star rotation player. Yeah, he's a really yeah. starting player. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's a guy that's going to get you 17, 18 points a game. And you know, like ten years ago, that was a lot more valuable than it is now. But that's yeah. still really valuable. You know. Mm-hmm. On high efficiency, uh, efficiency from outside, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. especially when you have two guys who are scoring almost thirty a game, you know. Yeah, and also add on to the fact that like D'Lo can shoot from outside, great. Yeah, no, that's that's wonderful. He's also got a mid range game, and that was something that we were talking about um, on the Rui podcast that Merge did not post. Was that Rui also can get some mid range uh, shots in as well? So just the fact that now you have guys that. Or it's not just, you know, the old Houston Rockets layup or three-pointer, you know? You have guys that have the ability to score from all points on the floor. So it's just diversifying the offense and just, again, massive improvements over so, over the guys that they replaced. Yeah. So at work, I was, I was listening to a lot of national media podcasts because, you know, I had nothing better to do in between teaching. And... Um, Dave the Four, and I can't, I'm not a fan, and I don't think any of us here are fans of Dave the Four. But even he went, D'Angelo Russell was doing this with a team that had Rudy Gobert and Cal Anthony Town. And he went, he, we seen that he can play under the bright lights in LA. You know, so it's one of those things whereby I I agree with Dave the Four, and that feels really weird to say. Um, but I think D'Angelo's a perfect fit next to LeBron and AD. I really, really do. I really like that. He's essentially, he's essentially like what Kyrie, like the fit Kyrie was on the court, like not knocked down a couple of pegs. I think that's that's yeah, kind he's, of he's not as good as Kyrie, obviously. Like yeah. like a dollar store version of that, which is still valuable. Kyrie is one of the best scorers in the league, obviously. Um, so D'Angelo can be that guy because we don't so. There can be like there never really should, but Ham likes to do this. You can put Russell with D'Angelo without LeBron and AD up there, and the offense will run fine. No, yeah, fine, fine enough. This, 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 these trades have made the rotation just overall so much better. Your firepower more throughout the lineup. You like you're not relying on guys like Troy Brown Jr. Yep. to have to put up ten points a game. Like, right. not having to rely on Dennis Dennis Schroeder, who like I still like, and I'm I saw people say like they should get rid of him. He's he's good, especially on that one point eight million dollar vet minimum. That oh he's yeah, on. he's and been fantastic, you, and you can get him for exactly the same thing next year. I guarantee that yeah. you one hundred percent can. <laughs> he's your backup now, and he's been essentially should have been your starter if he wasn't starting. Um, I, I'm honestly just. There, it, it was a lot of, it was I would, him and Bev started yeah, the, the last, the last, like the last games yeah the last bit so like it's the, just the best part is you have 10 NBA players now yes like, your top 10 guys like because you have LeBron AD right you have D'Lo you have Beasley you have Bandy you have Bamba you have Reeves you have Rui you have Lonnie you have Dennis Lonnie Dennis and then I think guys like Wenyan I think Wenyan's an NBA player. I, I think Max yeah. is too. I think Max, Max is. Too. I think we're up to twelve. I think. I think. Well, and then then you can add Troy Brown Jr. is a rotation guy. Like that's totally fine. As you're like ninth, tenth, eleventh guy, he's, then yeah, 100%. he's a, he's there's the only person on the roster, the current roster, that should 
be sitting and not playing much is Devon Reed. Like, and he's fine. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's well, in the terrible. position. Yeah. He's shooting like 37, 38%. I, if I believe, uh, I checked earlier today. Like he's he's decent enough on defense. He can shoot a little bit. Like as your 14th, 15th man, yeah. You can't really complain about that. Going you know? from Kendrick Nunn essentially being that, even though he, he was playing, going from Kendrick Nunn being that about three weeks ago to Devon Reed is such yeah. a major upgrade. Yeah, I mean, and and Matt, like I think this year honestly has been great for Max. One, he got he got to split time between the NBA and the G League. And then he showed the improvement. And then now that they were able to like, hey, we we need to improve, <laughs> you know, like just straight up, we need to improve. They went and got those those other guys. And now he can just chill in the G League, dominate there, you know, improve his skills. And then next year, we could be looking at a guy who replaces, I don't know, everyone says Lonnie's gone. Replace Lonnie. You know, Troy Brown Jr.'s replaces, yeah, yeah, replaces Troy Brown. You know, Rui Hachimura is a free agent next year. I don't think that he would replace him, you know, but like it, it not minutes wise, it can yeah. work. You, you can address people into certain positions, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Malik is is a guy who, who they have a team option on, they could always look to move him. You know, yep. and then Max could take his spot, and and it's just a lot more versatile. And he now has the the ability to get the playtime. He got the experience. He's looked really good. Now just go and and thrive down there, and then next year is you're you're up. You know, like that. You think about Beasley too is so important just because what the Lakers should do, it shouldn't be sign and trading Delo for Kyrie. Or whatever, but but what they what they should be doing is re-signing all these guys so you have contracts to trade. That's that that's always been such a but since LeBron and AD have came, like the Lakers have had such an issue of having one tradable contract. Now you could potentially have like five, and it's it's such a massive change just in terms of the way you can uh, negotiate changes a lot. You have a lot more leverage in stuff especially keeping the amount of picks that you have now too. That's a big part of it as well, but it just makes operating in the front office and operating as a, you know, a rock, someone constructing the roster just makes it so much easier. Um, if you have not noticed our buddy Nas had to dip out, but our other buddy Nelson has hopped back in. Um, it's been a while for Nelson. Nelson, are you able to talk or are you, uh, I, you, you turn your picture off though. Oh yeah. I mean, what to talk. All right, cool. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, pretty stoked that we got Mo Bamba. That's, I mean, like that was the one for me that like really, really, really got me excited. Um, I just, I've been, I had Mo Bamba ridiculously high on my draft board when he came out of the draft. Has not lived up to that, but I still think that he can be really, really good with a run. I also think that was a lot to do with Orlando. Just period. Right. Yeah, they log jammed a lot of big men on yeah. that team just in general. For sure. For sure. But um Nelson, you said that was that was the trade. Um let's kind of just go through the other trades. That was your favorite. What was your next was I'm get, we're throwing in Rui as well in that um because that was only like 2 weeks ago now and uh with with that trade you know, being so close, just continuing that. Then you had the TV, the the trading of Thomas Bryant, and then of course moving Russ. Um, 
and then of course Damian Jones and Juan Toscano Anderson were in those. But um, which was your next favorite? Um, next one. I mean, it it definitely has to be the rust trade. I mean, to get off <clears throat> such a terrible asset, um, and to get off such overall just like a not good basketball player anymore is so liberating for the offense and for the culture. Like that in itself is is one thing, but. I still believe a lot in D'Angelo Russell. I think uh, I think he can play better than he played in the playoffs. I think um, having Anthony Davis as a pick and roll partner will make the non-LeBron minutes finally fully watchable. I think those pick and rolls are going to dominate um, because oh, man, for, yeah. for a few years now, the, the whole theme since AD came over is that um, whenever LeBron leaves, he has no creator. It'd be Rondo him running pick and rolls with Rondo, and we know, you know. <laughs> how good Rondo was in the regular season. It was, he was really bad. He only turned up a little bit in the playoffs. Um, so, and Beverly, and I mean, Dennis was, was, was pretty good, but you know, he was, he was a little bit inconsistent. I think D'Angelo is the best pick and roll partner that 80s had in, in probably his whole career. Um, he's probably up there with, with Drew Holiday. Um, and I just think that they're gonna, they're gonna be great. That's probably the, the biggest asset that I'm, that I'm the most excited for. Uh, I know that you're a big Malik Beasley guy, and he's going to add spacing. And Vanderbilt, I've loved Vanderbilt forever. He's going to be awesome yep. defensively. But I think Dar um, has the most potential to, like, uh, be more than what he was at a previous situation. I think Vanderbilt's going to be, you know, same, same kind of guy. Beasley will also, you know, improve a lot. But I think that D'Angelo probably has the most to gain. Um, I mean... Uh, less pressure, having such an uh, established number one creator like LeBron, so he can do some more of that two-part stuff that he did um, while, while at Brooklyn uh, when he had Dinwiddie as his partner, and Dinwiddie kind of ran the show, and D'Angelo was able to sort of feed off of that um, sort of gravity. I just think that, like, he adds a dimension to the Lakers that, like, they haven't they haven't had, honestly, in forever. Um, he will probably end up being um, kind of what we thought Dennis would be, um, but like a fully, you know, realized version of that, and so that that he is the guy who, out of, out of, out nope. of all these pieces, for sure. for sure. Yeah, I think he's I think he's the most impactful one, just because of the offensibility and just the marketable improvement improvement from from Russ. Just because like the lack of shooting from Russ, you know the the, I mean the dude was missing layups. You know, and just so yeah. many bad plays. And don't don't get me wrong; like we all remember D'Lo, and he has improved since since he was here. Um, mm-hmm. There's still going to be some boneheaded moments, like for sure. sure. Yeah. But yeah. it's going to be James do boneheaded moments though. For sure. Yeah. No. Exactly. It, yeah. I mean, it's part of basketball. I'm I'm not going to stress about some of the things. You know, he's he's still only what 20, 26. 25, 26. Like that's just still just so ridiculous the path that he's gone from you know through. He's been so much better in Minnesota. And I as as you said, Nelson, like just what he's had to put up with, like it with with Kat and and um of course Gobert has completely tanked that team. But like he last year, if you want to look at the best ability for for Delo was last year. You had a guy you know, with with Anthony Edwards next to him, you had Cat, kind of, you know, your stars right there. You just now have those stars on steroids when it comes to AD and LeBron. And D'Lo was really good. And 
yeah, you're you're going to be able to run the the bench unit through him. Um mm-hmm. and he you're just you're adding just man, the the other pieces. There's there were there were times where we, we had no idea who should be playing just because of the lack of size. And I think merge in the in the group chat like five times was like there's only one person under six four on the roster now, and it's Dennis, <laughs> who's now your backup point guard. Everyone is six four or up. And you Dennis know, plays like, bigger. Dennis plays bigger. Like when he when he's in, in no, it, sure. defensively, he plays bigger. For sure. But I'm but I mean, like Russ, a lot of the times, especially now with, with his athleticism coming down, doesn't play like a big guard a lot. You know, <laughs> Kendrick Nunn does not play like a big guard. I, I, Patrick I Beverly that... just completely in my opinion falling off a cliff does not play like a big card. Want to, I don't think I ever want to hear the word Beverly or Westbrook in the history of existence ever again. I know. A really quick quick uh, stat thing about D'Angelo. Uh he is an incredible pull-up three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm looking at his numbers right now and 3 to 6 dribbles he's shooting 43% from 3. <laughs> that was that was the number that was quoting earlier then the pull up <laughs> like that is just Since that was January 1st he's been shooting like 44 percent or something yeah like that. it's it's they they went from three guys shooting 35 percent or better from three to they added three in D'Lo Malik yeah. and Obama it's just the the who, who are the, the three right now the, the other three who are currently on the roster is like Dennis Reeves and someone else I'll look it up but um yeah, it might have it might have been also uh, Lonnie because remember Lonnie got on after a short after a short <laughs> uh, really bad streak. He uh, got on fire for a bit. D'Angelo essentially shoots half his threes are catch and shoot, half his threes are pull up, a dribble pull up, uh, and thirty eight point five percent on catch and shoots, thirty nine point four percent on uh, on dribble pull ups. So. Yeah. That having that weapon out of a pick and roll, he's he's essentially the guy that we thought he'd be. I mean, not to the, the level of star that we thought he'd be coming out of the draft, but in terms of his his off the dribble ability, shooting the ball, this is exactly what we expected from him. Like, yeah, come college. Yeah, I, I think so, the I think that the biggest concern with D'Lo is probably going to end up being the defense, mm-hmm. um, which has always been the issue with him, um, and obviously, like. Rightly so, we thought for the first few years, you know, being a rookie and, you know, adjusting, and he was able to, you know, improve defensively a little bit in those two years and with his more steals, use his body a little more, move his feet a little better. Um, but in the playoffs, he was definitely a liability um, in that in that Memphis series. Uh, defensively, I need to see. But Minnesota didn't have anyone who was an elite defender, though, outside of Vanderbilt, no? Like. Right, they didn't have but, an AD behind him. Mm-hmm. Right, but they they if they sought out D'Lo. Uh, they put Jum Jum would go at D'Lo constantly, and you know just cook them every to, time. To, to be fair, they would do the same thing with Russ. They would do the same thing with Dennis Schroeder. Essentially, uh, at the very least, there's length here. And, 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 no, I, right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think it's so I'm just saying in the playoff series, like like these kind of things kind of matter and i yeah i wonder yeah, how much how much d'angelo play like in a, in a and, and in really a it, it might be like austin reeves more in, in a playoff series yeah. right. and, right. and and while i i totally agree with you on that 
go go look at the the 2020 title team you know like like it rondo was playing a lot during the playoffs for a time and they would go after him and he wasn't very good you know and eventually eventually like ad and jared vanderbilt and and engage lebron oh yeah no i mean you're gonna have you're gonna have three elite defenders like when lebron is engaged he's an elite defender you know and then it's then it's what delo and whoever is there yeah. yeah. So real quick, um, the thirty, the the guys that shot thirty five percent or better. Troy Brown was Troy. at thirty five. Patrick Beverly was at thirty four point eight. So that's right. After after he was so bad to start the season, he had really turned it on. Um, yeah. Rui Hachimura at thirty five, but obviously most of that was with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Reeves at thirty five point seven, which is hysterical considering that so many people consider him like a liability from deep. Oh, um, sidebar. You guys saw that clip I posted, right? Of Richard Jefferson saying that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, comparing he's, him to Matt Ryan. Continuing to show that he's a casual. Um, Matt Ryan, still high up on that list at 37, but obviously he's gone. Lonnie yeah. at five. Lon, see, like, this is, I think, the most important thing. Lonnie was the highest with the most attempts at five attempts a game at 37%. That's really good. Um, yeah. And. Cole Swider, who has shot like a combined like eight of them, I think, if that, um, was at thirty seven point five percent. Max Christie, our boy, one point eight attempts, but and about forty three percent, forty two point six, and then Thomas Bryant, one point two a game, forty four percent. So mainly with with actual volume, it was Lonnie Austin and Troy Brown since Rui wasn't really there though. And I mean, and even Rui was at two and a half and Austin is at three and a half. So it's not like huge volume. So, Oh yeah. I, I mean, D'Angelo and D'Angelo Malik Beasley, and, we, and we can move they shoot on. Like um, 15. They shoot yeah. like 15. They shoot like combined so, 15. Yeah. So it's <laughs> with, with those two and they're both, you know, 37 plus percent three point shooters. Yeah. I mean, that's you, you added so much spacing just with those two, and then of and course with, um, Mo, Mo Bamba. Bamba. Yeah, Mo Bamba. Yeah, I mean, and he's only I think what I said uh, less than two this year, but last year was over two. Um, I think probably part of that would hit the, the decline was they had Pablo, Paulo uh, Banchero. What? I think he was four point two attempts a game last year. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It was more like two this year, and then like four last year. Just in dropping minutes, just because of log jam. But um, yeah. yeah, I I I am the, the just... one thing that I do want to say about Russell Westbrook not being on the team is that legitimately adds five wins by itself. Yeah, like even if you we, you bring no one back, not having Russell Westbrook on to sabotage games gets you five games from this point to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean. And then if you look to add a, a buyout guy, the the rumored one that I find most intriguing is Terrence Ross. That is the name that has been brought up. It feels like the last five or six years. Yeah. Um, and he always stays in Orlando. Um, but adding get him the is bag tea. get the bag tea. Yeah. If if you get if you get him as your your last roster spot and and um I think we talked about it before the pod of the possibility of cutting Reed and then bringing in like Kevin Love, who is also another rumored buyout guy. Um, one, both of those guys can shoot. Um, they're they're getting older, obviously, but it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be terrible. That would that would leave essentially like 
Max Christie is your guy sitting and Troy Brown is your last guy sitting. So like that's good, especially since Max would be, you know, playing in the G league, but um, there I'm going to look up where Ben, our our buddy Ben Rosales had um, like the rotation minutes at. Um, If you guys want to go ahead and um, I can get it. Yeah. Um, Because I replied to him about it. Okay. Yeah. I got it right here. So he had uh, so point guard minutes. You have DeAndre with 32, Dennis with 16. Uh, shooting guard minutes, you have Beasley with 28 uh, and Reeves with 20. Uh, small forward minutes, you have LeBron with 30 and Ruby with 18. Power forward minutes, you have uh, Van- Vandy at 24, Wenyan at 14, AD at 6, and LeBron at 4. And uh, at center minutes, you have AD at 28, Bamba at and Bamba at 18. Oh, that leaves Lonnie and Troy Brown out of the rotation. I, I don't would, see Lonnie I, being without a rotation personally. No, I, don't, Troy, I, don't I, like, see, I don't. I don't see Lonnie. Yeah, I don't like taking taking Lonnie out. I know I'm the resident Lonnie stan, and that's totally fine. Um, but I I I think that you'll you'll see him still, unless he's just the knee tendonitis is hurt. Um, which honestly, if he Can doesn't play. Yeah, it might help us. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say it might help us. One playoffs. Two also trying to re-sign him next year. Do we um, think we make the playoffs? By the way, you, you, you. I, I think you should. Yeah. Um, let, let me look at the standings real fast and see how how it's it's playing like right five now. Wins off. So we're currently, yeah. we are currently, um, three and a half behind the Pelicans, who are at seven right now. We are about four and a half behind so the Dallas, on a run. who are who are fourth in the West. So we go on a run and we're in the top six essentially. Yeah, no, I I think that you could definitely get out of the plan series. Essentially, what it is. Um, the plan I, I, I think. I yeah. Sense. I mean the the Suns the Suns are at five and they just added Kevin Durant. They have no bench. Also, okay. just how long's KD out for? Because he was supposed to come back for the All Star game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he made a big deal about how he wanted to play in the All Star game, and yeah. now he can't play in the All Star game. So we don't actually know how long KD's out for. He'll be back at some point during the season, I assume. Yeah, but there's no like same with Seth. Does anyone actually know when Seth will be back? No, because according I, to what I don't Mitchell think he will. On Twitter, no. I don't yeah. think he'll be back anytime soon. Yeah, no I, I would have and stretching him out to be a, a seven seed and barely making it to the playoffs. You know, there's no point. Yeah, and to beat out because to get in a playoff play in game now, it's the the tenth seed essentially, right? Yes, tenth mm-hmm. seed. Okay, so that is the Trailblazers who are are a game and or two games ahead right now, which yeah, like that's not far, and I have literally no idea what they're doing. Trading Josh Hard Josh Harway for Cam Reddish, who I enjoy. I like Cam Reddish. I think that there is a lot to be desired with him. What um, a steal yeah. by the Knicks, though. Yeah, I I agree. Like a moment in time. Yeah, I didn't see the protections on it. I don't know if it was lotto protected or whatever, but still, like there, he's going to sign an extension there. He's going to want to play with his buddy Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, so I don't that that trade was odd and then and how it likes being in a big market as well yeah 
And then um, they have five seconds for Gary. Yeah. And then uh, Thibel they traded for, but yeah, like, yeah, I I've been a, a fan of Thibel. In fact, I think that he would be would have been really good in L.A. Oh yeah, because of just his defensive ability. But like, I don't know. Like, I I just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're doing. They're they're just you know, not. You can say that literally every every year with with the Portland Trail. Yeah. They yeah. need to trade Damian Lillard. They never will. But yeah, to I, people I, who I, I talk to in the organization or, or close to the organization, I don't think people in the Portland Trailblazers know what the Portland Trailblazers are doing, guys. No, I I saw someone uh, tweet think about that, what you will. Yeah, I saw someone tweet that they make trades just to make trades, and I. Think that literally is just the truth. They make trades just because they have no idea what the fuck. Think about it. They swapped out Peyton Peyton for Thibel. It's essentially a one for one trade. I I mean, I think Peyton's a little better, uh, but Mm -hmm. it's a defensive player for a defensive player. Mm -hmm. And then you get Reddish, who is not contributing. And you have what? Is that it? Is that all we said? Those two guys, who they yeah. are. and Kevin, yeah, Kevin Knox too from the Warriors. Oh yeah, which just <laughs> that's that's a whole bunch of nothing right there. So I mean, um, they're just swapping the around the so, seats in the Titanic. So in 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 a in a playing game or series, you know, needing to win two, that like beating beating them isn't isn't that difficult in my opinion. Um, yeah. to get to get into that spot, um. Sorry, I just dropped my phone while I was holding that. The the Warriors, we have no idea what's going on with Steph. So could easily pass them up. The Timberwolves just traded D'Lo for Conley, who Conley's okay. Yeah, he's been solid. I, like, I, I think I think the thinking there is hoping he unlocks Gobert. I think that's what they're yeah, thinking. Yeah, but like Gobert is draining them. The Pelicans, who knows, just because of they're so up and down there. I mean, they've lost three of their last or they've won three of their last 10. So not great. The Clippers are on a bit of a run, but they have, they made some weird trades. I don't, I really don't understand the trades. Trade, they, they, I, I got getting bones Highland. He was done. in Denver. Gen- oh, for Denver. Two seconds as well. It's a no yeah, that was, that was, Oh man, I was so mad that they did that. They were able to get him for that. Um, But then trading away canard for, I don't Gordon. Even... It was Gordon, essentially. Oh, oh yeah, God, that was stupid, man. Like, I'm sorry. Did you know it, that Canard is, is literally best. the best three point shooter in Clippers history? He, like, in his career in the Clippers, 44 percent from three. I'm not even joking. And That's they just crazy. traded him. They traded him for a more expensive piece. To the they Grizzlies. didn't. They didn't need another shot maker. They needed playmaking, and they did. Uh, like Bones isn't a a playmaker. Baby. Yeah, like and and it just yeah. Who who knows with PG and Kawhi if they'll be hurt again? We talked about the Suns. The Kings seem to be real. They're good, but I think the Lakers have kind of had their number all year, and that's with this shitty team. Yeah, and then it beat twice this year. If, I, if so, I'm correct, and then then of course the Mavericks. They got Kyrie, but then they're gonna up, they're gonna up move up a little bit in the standings. Yeah, I so think. like I I definitely could see the Lakers getting in one of those six spots. If not, I think seven, eight. I I know, you know, the the you don't want to get into the playing game. All they got to do is win one in the playing game. Like that's it. Yeah. So I seven or eight. Yeah. For seven. Yeah. So like, yeah. I I I don't 
I don't need them. I, you know, I think they'll be better than the nine or ten. So I think they'll be at least seven or eight. And then at that point, also, I, I'll put my money on a, AD and LeBron. I'm rejuvenating AD and LeBron. As well. yeah. yeah. No, this this these these moves. One, they got younger and more athletic and faster. I mean, other than that, is the one thing Russ had on D'Lo. But like, D'Lo does like to be in transition as well. So that's that's helpful. It's not like they're going to be losing out on on transition. Dennis is still going to push, and just so just as long yeah. as like LeBron, who LeBron is pushing the paces this year as well. So yeah. as long as they continue to do that, I think they'll be fine. They, yeah, they I think I think D'Lo does that too in like transition. He slows it down a lot. Uh, that's that's his game in half court, but mm-hmm. in transition, he definitely speeds it up as well. I feel. Yeah. So he only did it as a rookie, let alone now. Yeah. So, so like, man, the, the roster is just, I'm happy. I'm yeah. And, and and we, we talk about D'Angelo scoring too, but he's also averaging almost eight assists a game. I I think there's, there's people are forgetting that part too. He's a legit playmaker. This isn't just like a a scorer. He's a legit playmaker. And he, I mean, he always has been, but this is a legit passer who can really it's really six a, out the it's, ball. it's six a, it's six a game but still oh, that's, okay. that's solid and he's yeah. not hunting assists no it's and just he in never the flow has. of the game it's just yeah. in the flow of the game which makes which makes it even better so um nelson you had said that you had I think we can make the argument no my bad go, go on, no you go you go ellen i was just gonna let after after you um nelson if you i know that you had some things that you also had wanted to talk about you said so alan you go ahead in that deal with the, the jazz i always look at like in a multiplayer three team deal who got the best two or three players right mm-hmm. lake has got the three best players in that deal mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and and i'm not and you guys know how much i love mike conley in his prime I thought he was criminally underrated forever. Really, yep. really loved him. But people going, oh, look how great he is. Like, I've watched him in Utah. He's been league average at best at times. Like, what are we talking about? I know he, they, they, why they brought him in, but I'm like, no. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm so excited to see this team. So, hey, real, real quick, what are you going to start? Oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. Uh, Nelson, I forgot you were next. Go yeah, ahead and say your I, I don't. I don't want to. I wanted to make sure Nelson gets enough uh, said as well. I, yeah, I, I think. I think I. I am intrigued to see if Mogamba can get can can get himself into the closing lineup because I think I think there's a chance that he does make his his way there just because of the length that you you could theoretically have and the speed too. Um, with Bamba, AD, LeBron, that is real nice, big, mobile uh, forward and center spot there. Um, and then if you have Lonnie and D'Angelo, um, you have a lot of speed there too. You have a lot of decision makers, playmakers. You have two really one really one great pick and roll guy in AD. Who I am going to be so excited to see him. Just hopefully, Darwin really lets. Him do more pick and rolls because out of pick and roll he's an absolute monster. And mm-hmm. Bamba, who I, I expect him to really impress at the pick and roll, um, he's gonna be essentially a better version of Thomas Bryant. Um yeah. which is and actually defensively who affects the rim, 
Um, I just think that it's all really going to come down to um, whether LeBron can be healthy because the West is a little bit open there. Um, the only thing that I'm really concerned about would be the Nuggets and the Suns. Um, and that, obviously the Mavericks have Luka. And, you know, uh, but, yeah, I, it would have been nice to get Tybal. That was the one guy I really wanted to get. I've always been high on him. He is Same. An, an elite, elite defender. Uh, yeah. And obviously it's complete zero on offense. But, like, if you surround him with these offensive guys like D'Angelo and AD right. and yeah, right. then you can then you can live with it. And on top of that, you have someone that you can you know throw onto Kevin Durant. So that way, LeBron doesn't have to be an uh, elite two way guy. He can just kind of relax a little bit more on defense. I mean, that's why you got Vanderbilt too, though. Thankfully, yeah, right? No, no yeah, Vanderbilt sure. as well. Yeah, but, but getting getting another guy like that definitely would have been yeah, a, a, yeah. Awesome. I mean that that was the whole thing with the with, with the OG trade because OG would be like a guy that you put on KD and you don't feel like the world's going to end. Um, you feel, you know, like he'll, he'll keep you in yeah. Um So, yeah, honestly, it just depends on a LeBron and A's health because I think this team, like, they could, they should be, I think they should be at the top four seed. Like, I, like, I know that it's, that they're, like, way down there, but the talent level and the play that I expect um, and the coaching that I expect from Darwin and Phil Handy, like this team should be, you know, on multiple five plus win streaks. This team should be able to be streaking the, the lights out of the ball, cutting, moving, uh, picking rolls, should be, you know, guaranteed points. And defensively, there's enough uh, mobility and not, you know, tired legs. Like not having Troy Brown be like a starter on a closing lineup or, or being in the closing lineup, it's like a huge relief. You know, I like Troy. But at the end of the day, I like the idea of Troy more than what Troy actually is. Um, yeah. And he's not – And he's more useful as a change of pace guy too. Like he definitely right. is. Yeah. Well, and and, yeah. and we were t- we were talking before you hopped on. Like he he's a valuable guy, but at this moment he might be – he's the last guy on your on your bench, you know, with, right. with, with Reed, you know, which Reed probably sits at the moment. Um, right. or, or, you know, those two, and then, you know, they have the open roster spot and then max is down in the G league, but like, those are your end of bench guys. And, and Troy was having to start for you. He was having to yeah. close games for you. And like, just, just that marketable improvement right there is just so important. You know, like yeah. there's so many more things that you can do. Like you could, you could have a lineup of like, Rui, Jared Vanderbilt, and AD, and you got six nine, six nine, six eleven. The fucking length. It's the oh the God. length right there would just be stupid right there, you know. And like Rui, Rui's not a great defender, you know, but like he he with with Phil Handy and you know AD and Jared Vanderbilt right there, like that's just a big ass luck, huh? Been better than I thought he'd be. No, for sure. As a, a one-on-one guy, I think he's solid on. Yeah, no, it's and, the yeah. off the ball and, stuff. That, and then that you if worry about. then if you have like LeBron at as your point guard, you know, and then you have like Lonnie, you know, who is six, six, yeah. six four with a seven foot wingspan, you know, almost a seven foot wingspan, you know, like it's. Dilo's the same. No, Dilo's with six five with a six eleven wingspan, right? Yeah, no, for for yeah, definitely. It's it's you have now size. We were so we were so tired. Of of the lineup with Dennis, Bev, and Russ, and and I and I saw oh, I, 
I feel that's oh so bad for Dennis. I know. And I, really I saw people bitching about like, you know, you can't have you can't have Dennis and Lonnie and Malik and someone like someone else in there. And I'm just like, you do realize like those guys are one better than every of the other guys that be besides Dennis, obviously. And like they're sorry, just a second. It, it's like they're better and they fit better. Like they're better overall and they fit better. Like it's just it doesn't better there any dennis yeah. one i mean he's six wingspan you know like he's a pesky defender he really get after it especially if you have a vander and an ad like all, all those guys reese who's a good defender really, really the bad, like, actual bad defenders i think you can say on this roster probably what angelo and beasley yeah i know some mets have said lonnie isn't a good defender um there were there were games early in the season where he was shutting guys down yeah so like i don't i don't I don't quite. Oh no! I yeah yeah no! I I expect Lonnie. I expect Lonnie to 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 play at a above average, if not at a elite level defensively in the playoffs. That's what I expect. Yeah, I mean, he's got the 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 length and the athleticism. You know, he's not he's not the tallest dude. You know, but because of the length and everything, he's going to be able to still give people troubles. You know, it just I uh, quick sidebar. Sorry, and then we can talk about Lakers again. Mikel Bridges on TNC said he found out he was traded from Damian Lee on FaceTime. Oh what my a god. Trash move. Wow. Wow. That's it, it, it really that's, sucks that's, that's that is that's the opposite of Jalen Brunson finding out that um Josh, Josh Hart, Hart just got traded like a fan. Friends in the world. Yeah, no, yeah. like that's yeah. that is like the complete and utter opposite, man. Yeah. Sorry, no. I, I mean I mean because yeah, no worries. Yeah, I, I, I mean that really sucks because like if, if you look on his Twitter page, uh, it was a few hours after he was traded, his tweet was like, you know, him wanting to be a son forever. Like as soon as he was drafted, he said, "I want to be a son forever." Like he was committed to the team, a great role player. You know, resigned uh, as soon as he gave him the money. Seemed to be a huge ambassador for the team. Loved to be there. And he just gets completely traded by a team that you know, like, like I understand trading for Kevin Durant. I'm sure he can understand. Hey, I'm getting traded for Kevin Durant, you know, but not giving him that that courtesy. That I mean, that just shows why, like, the Suns are just like, honestly, they're just not a great franchise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I they 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 improved. Obviously, when you add Kevin Durant, you improve big time. Um, that's what he called him this year, though. Yeah, like everyone thought about like Chris Paul being this like incredible player. I'm like, yeah, he was three years ago. Yeah, he's not this year. That's for sure. That's that's for sure. But yeah, um, but, Kyrie, but yeah, I read about the Nets. Um, they got a very light return for Kevin Durant. I love, I love Mikhail. I I, I had I had do. I had Mikhail as like a top four guy in that draft. I have been on the Mikhail train forever. And I think he'll be an all-star. I think I think it's definitely possible. You know, he does still have some offense to unlock some one-on-one that he just never got the chance to yeah, do. Yeah, the handle, the handle. Yeah, it's it's definitely improved. Um, I've I've always compared him to like Jimmy Butler. I think he can have that sort of offensive jump like out of nowhere because Butler didn't really have that handle coming in from Marquette. No, but, then but he all, developed but, it. But the thing is, is like he developed it pretty quickly. Now, That's true. now, Mikhail. 
like we could, he could have that. We just don't know because like he just I, never but, got the opportunity. The thing is also Jimmy Jimmy has a little bit like shorter arms, so he's yeah. able to like it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier to control the ball when you No, for sure. Um, and then then Cam Johnson, who like I know a lot of people love, but I don't know exactly why. Like he's, he's a, a good shooter. shooter. He's, he's a good yeah. shooter, but like he's not a really good defender in my opinion. He's more of a team defender guy. Yeah. And he also had some injury issues yeah. already. So like, and that those were your two pieces along with, with four first-round picks. That is yeah. a light return. And then they go and ask for four picks for McHale? No. Like, yeah. like no. No. Um, but, but, my, but my thing is, to, to be fair to the Nets, like, as soon as, you know, Kyrie commanded the trade, um, you know, they, they didn't have a – there weren't a ton of scooters planning for Kevin Durant at that moment, so I don't know what more they could have got. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I, I I don't I'm not I'm not calling bullshit on oh, you. Oh, trade him! I'm calling bullshit on that just whole scenario because it's just become it's be like he demanded a trade in the summer. Yeah, the, this shit was not like what everyone knew. Go going Stephen A. Smith right here. Everyone knew Kyrie was going to fuck up. Yeah, everyone true. knew. Yeah. It was just like, Don't when, say when is it going to happen? Williams, oh. oh, yeah. Well, fuck Jay, Williams. Being biased. Jay, Jay Williams hasn't had made good decisions since his fucking end of his rookie year, and he crashed off a motorcycle. Um, I, I'm i just so, like, because a friend of mine said that as well, of, of, well, they didn't have the suitors. It's Kevin Durant, you know, like, you wait until the offseason. It, it, it's also it's not just Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant with three years of team control. Yeah, he just signed that extension too. Like it's it's KT in three years. Like, like it's not KT in one. Like you wait until the offseason. And and maybe he's mad. Maybe he's mad during the rest of the season. That fine. Like, okay, but we have to we have to get what we want. And maybe maybe the Suns give up more, you know, or you know, some Maybe other like a, like a Jalen Brown after let's say the Celtics lose again, right? Yeah, yeah. They they got earlier than they expected. You can get a Jalen Brown who I love Mikel. He's much better than Mikel is. You he's, know, he's got a much better offensive game. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, like so you get like, you get you get Jalen Brown, and then you get picks, and then you might get more stuff. You know, like it's just I don't also, I don't I know. Think, I think I think Masai is somewhere in Toronto, like getting a frozen a frozen snowball and just hitting himself over the head because in the offseason it was um, scotty barnes it not was scotty barnes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was scotty barnes and, and now you know scotty barnes kind of come down back to earth a little bit which i always was i was a little surprised that the whole like scotty barnes is going to be a superstar i i was you know a little bit perplexed as to why he was you know being such highly talented i get it he played well and he played well in the playoffs like, I think the hype for him went from solid player to star down to he's garbage now. He, he's somewhere in the middle. Like he's yeah. not. Well, I don't. I don't. I was. I was talking to our buddy Steve. I don't. I don't think like he's going to be like a top five player in the NBA by any means. No. But like, I think he could be like a top twenty, top fifteen potentially. Yeah, no, I, and yeah, and I that's that's a solid one B on a championship team. You know, like that's a really good player. So like. I understand. I, I I think the biggest thing is that entire Toronto team has really disappointed. Fred Van Vliet has not been great. 
Gary Trent Jr., who we all love, had to be moved to the bench for for them to do the, their best. You know, OG we all well, love is. is is great, but like I I mean, um, um, Siakam is really good, but like the pieces. Why? Well, in theory, they make sense for positionless basketball, right outside of Van Vliet because he's like two foot tall. Yeah. Um, they don't fit. No. Pieces skills, skills don't wise, fit and everything. Yeah. Skills yeah. They don't work. Like, yeah, no. In theory, it should work, but it just doesn't. No, I know. Yeah. It's like it's like my dream in like size wise and athleticism wise, but when it comes to yeah, skills wise, no, it just it's it's they they didn't quite get there you know and and maybe maybe that's what they think like scotty will get to but i mean that's why there was more more rumors i think of siaka moving because i don't know i don't think scotty and siakam fit well and you generally are going to go with your younger player unless it's just a super duper star and siakam is really good don't get me wrong But he's not a super duper star. Yeah, you know? he, yeah really, really he, he's that that player well. you just described for Scotty Barnes. He's like a top twenty guy, top twenty five. I, I yeah. think, yeah, I think the Nets should have got Siakam. And- yes, I don't no. think the Nets should have yeah. traded Durant though. Like that's no, my you thing. wait until the like, off season. Literally, there's no time pressure on it. You want to no. sit out, KD? Cool. We don't give a shit, right? We're yeah. what's best for this franchise. And <clears throat> the the Joe Sy thing going. Oh, we would have taken the Kyrie deal if we knew Kevin Durant was going to be traded too. The Kyrie to the Laker deal. That's what Wendy and Woj said. Um, That's bullshit. I'm sorry, but what did you expect? Like, for you to trade Kyrie Irving, and we all have our thoughts about Kyrie Irving, but they were phenomenal on court together this season. They they, really, they really, were really, like, really remember, they sucked earlier this year, and then they were forced yeah. to before all this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. They went 18 yeah. and 2 over the last 20 games. Talk about blowing up a team. That's the Kyrie experience, man. It's just ah oh, dang, we just lost Nelson. It's just amazing. You were a four seed in the East, which is better than the West. And and now and not just a four seed, the most informed team in the East. Yeah, like they, 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 were, they like, were probably, probably the best get team better. for like two months. For like two months, they were probably the best team in the East. Yeah, and then all of a sudden now they are they're now rebuilding. <laughs> like your your star Cam Thomas is, for MVP. Yeah, your, the thing your is, star rebuilding is Bridges without like, that first round pick. I know because they traded them all. all of those. Yeah, Houston has those. They can't they can't tank. Like they they yeah they have picks from Philadelphia but Philadelphia is not tanking so like and Harden's yeah, I, stay. yeah it's just it's just unless they start oh, out man. in the first round Harden stays in Philadelphia yeah no it's just it's just bonkers they're under the radar but they've been really really good this year the Philly the the, the Philadelphia 76ers yeah they they're I I they're good, but I mean, I still don't trust them because they're not Rivers as the head coach. They're oh, they're yeah. the they're really, the really good. yeah they're the uh, there's they're the Denver Nuggets of the Eastern Conference. They're not yeah. a team to be trusted. So and I feel um, so hope... sorry for Jokic whenever I say something like that because I have so much respect for that dude. Yeah, for how good a basketball player he is. But my God, the rest of the team shits the bed when they get to the playoffs. They're basically relying on KCP. Being the missing link in that team, 
and I love Kenny so much. Like he is a Laker role player legend for life, right? But if you're relying on KCP to be like the missing link, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and and Jamal is back, but like, but he's not the same. I'm not a Jamal guy, <laughs> but he's not even the same player as he was. Well, he injury. he apparently he apparently has been turning it on, according to Nets guys. I know that he just dropped like 40 plus um, the other night, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. Sorry, give me give I look, me one second. I look at the West. I look at the West, and I don't know about you, Merge and Clay, but I look at the West. And I go through like you know, Memphis. I'm not terrified of because I think Memphis is a lot of bark, no bite. Um, the fact that Jaron Jackson got into that All Star team ahead of Anthony Davis is an absolute joke, um, like complete joke. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Denver, Jokic is incredible. Jokic, I feel like, could take any team seven games. That's how good I think Nikola Jokic is. But I just don't trust the pieces around him. Um, the Mavs have no defense. Um, they, they traded literally wing. their only defensive player away. I was about to say, they had one good wing defender in Dorian Finney-Smith. And, and he's gone. gone. Um and Dinwiddie was serviceable defensively, and he's yeah. gone too. So I, it's like, I'm going to say that is that is the one thing the Nets have is uh, wing defenders. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mikael and Dorian Finney-Smith now. Like that's, and ben and, and Royce O'Neal. And, and, and Royce O'Neal. And and oh, man, I, I totally forgot Ben is – well, Ben is going to be there until that contract runs out, and then he's going to have to start signing for cheap deals because, oh, my God. But, um, yeah, that's that – yeah, keep getting that back. But that he just does not look. I don't, man. When you're so afraid to take a shot, you, uh, I don't think any yeah, sports psychologist is going to help. Yeah, he just got the yips. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, so yeah, going down the west, the Warriors. If they have no staff, even if they had staff, I'm not particularly worried about the Warriors, right? Yeah, Steph hasn't been. In- the Suns. Kevin Durant is unbelievable. KD is insane and i think we all agree on that when we talk i cannot believe how good he's been post achilles i am shocked like legitimately shocked at how good he's been post especially for a seven footer too yeah say say that again i'm I'm sorry i i was messaging nelson oh i was just saying i'm shocked by how good kd's been post achilles mm -hmm. like no, I, 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 th- I thought his career could be done. I mean, he's he's dealt with some injuries for sure since then. Um, but post Achilles, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Phoenix was probably the best place for him because, oh, yeah, because C, I mean, CP three is balls, but um, Booker should, I hate him, but he's really, really yeah, good. Booker should be able to help him with the load. LOL. Um, and then Aiton Aiton can uh fix some of the some of the other stuff. I I just other than honestly, other than those four, I have no idea who is left on the team. They I know they Sorry, traded Dario they tried to traded Dario Sarch for or uh, someone. uh Darius Baisley. Um, yeah, Baisley. Baisley. Who's interesting? I, 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 I think they're trying though. to get they're trying to get their athleticism back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Baisley's not great. No, Dario at least has a a, a floor, a solid enough floor. Uh, so I'm surprised he's they didn't a get a basketball him. player. Like just yeah. in general, he's a good basketball player, right? You know what you're gonna get out of him. 
Yeah. Faisley. He's, he's an athlete. Yeah, he's never he's never developed there. And, um, and when when I describe a basketball player as an athlete, that's not a good thing. Yeah, when he's just an athlete. Yeah, no. I, I they got they got Biyombo as their backup. I guess Tory Craig like probably. Yeah, I mean he's a fine backup five. Um, Tory Craig will probably be their three, and then obviously KD their four. Um, I'd rather have Josh Okoji. They do have Josh Okoji. They have so like. Their bench consists yeah, of, of, of Biombo, L- Jock Landale. I have that's a made up name. Ozzy Center. Okay. Yeah. Damian Lee, Sabin Lee, Josh Akoji, Campaign. So like three of those guys were like essentially point guards. <laughs> like Shamit, uh, who's also an our guard. Five of, yeah, five of point guards or centers. Shamit. And then Ish Wainwright. And TJ Oh, they also they also got TJ Warren. Uh, Obviously, oh yeah, they did get TJ Warren. He's he's been solid this year, I think. TJ, I'm, I'm looking nine nine and a half points a game. He's, well, he was I mean, on Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, he was he was with KD. Was with KD. Yeah, I mean he's he's solid. Do you, oh, I remember? Right. Do you remember? Do you remember in the bubble when people were like, "He's a star," and then sadly that was hilarious. Like, that was he, the bubble regular season. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. And then 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 he like tore his ACL or something like that. And then I felt I f- did feel bad for that. But the whole star talk with him after that was hysterical. Um, was all right, oh my were, God. were there any other traits oh. that you guys wanted to talk about before we kind of wrap quickly, up? Please, yeah, before, yeah. Before before we talk about trades. Nina Westbrook commented on ESPN's Instagram post because McMinniman called the Brooklyn was getting the vampire out of the room, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm um, sure. I'm sure her reply was something. So her reply on Instagram is, this is just sick ESPN. Russell is no vampire. This is also slander because anyone who knows anything knows this can be further from the truth. On a personal note, I have school-aged children who have to listen to their peers repeat the nasty things that you guys say on television about their father. I guess I'll prepare myself to explain to my five-year-old that his dad is not actually a vampire and that major news outlets only say things like that to get attention. That was a direct oh. quote from... Dude, it, it, it was like they Dave called McMillan him... Just, it was like they called him the N-word live on TV. What the hell? <laughs> I don't... But no, but Dave McMillan was quoting a source. Yeah. yeah. It was... Phil Handy. <laughs> yeah. Phil Handy. Yeah. <laughs> Christian. Um, sorry. Um... Jordan L could literally be any of them. No, nah, but Handy's the Handy's like the evil mastermind. Haven't haven't you seen that on Twitter? He's the evil mastermind behind it all. People people are so annoying. <laughs> and what is this Russell Westbrook like for? He's been annoying. He's not helped with winning at any point. He's only been out for himself. He he visibly looks pissed off when the Lakers win and he doesn't play. Like, yeah. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, it's it's again. This was something that remember two years ago or a year and a half ago when he was traded. I said this is what was going to happen. Also, and, and not to and not to like, podcast, yeah. As friend of the podcast, Ralph Mason says in one of our DMs, "Stop using your kids as a shield." Your husband made forty-seven million this season. Handle some criticism like an adult. Yes. Forty-seven million. He's this still, is a man he, who, he who still paid top ten in the league. Westbrook. Yeah, he's paid more than LeBron. Yeah, yeah. He's been traded every year since he signed that supermax. 
every year. He has kids. My word. Like, if I'm shit at my job, I get fired. Same. You know, like if if you can't handle and we have public, actual responsibility. I know. You if you can't handle handle that public eye, then get the fuck out of it. You have you he has made well over what from all the contracts, probably three hundred plus million, and then obviously all the, the Jordan brand stuff and this, that, and the other, all of his other things. He's probably made half a billion dollars. Go buy an island and go live on it forever. Like and just don't so then you don't so, have to hear the I'm mean, sure MJ mean words. Would buy one. I'm sure oh. would buy one for him. Oh, I know. You know who else had kids? Contavious Caldwell Pope. Never changed, Kenny. And his and, you know what Kenny and their did? daddy was in a halfway house. And you know what Kenny did? He won a championship for the Lakers. We love you, Kenny. We do. We love you. <laughs> like oh. I, 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 what I, I cannot explain my irrational love for Contavious Caldwell Pope. It, when, Whenever I see that, man, even though he's playing for the Nuggets and I hate the Nuggets, right? Whenever I see KCP on my TV, it makes me smile. I do like him. The The one thing we were talking about, Kevin Love bringing him in, um, I don't think he really fits with now that they brought in Mo Bamba. I agree, but I do think that they would wave someone like Devin Reed or, to get Kevin Love in. Possible. I could, because, I could definitely. Hey, I, yeah. I, I do think Caleb's a really, really good locker room guy. Yep. I think he's great. And yep. when you have so many young players, I think that would be dope, especially going into the playoffs and someone who knows LeBron really well. Having him to be like a guide to these young players, like, is it'll be worth the minimum deal. Like, no, no, it'll, no, be, no, it'll, be like a, it'll be like a palate cleanser, essentially. Losing yep. wrestling yeah. and kind of love locker room-wise, it's a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing that they were locker room, that they were college teammates? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is hysterical. But... But I, I fully expect Kevin Love and Terrence Ross to be. I am just, I am just putting that in the in the DMs real quick while we talk. Um, but yeah, all right, I think that's it. Yep. Is there any trades that we want to talk about? Oh yeah. Um, I, I mean, you like the Clippers made in- interesting. I, I guess you can say that moves. Uh, they're they're very odd. I, I feel Port- um, Portland. I have no idea what they did. Charlotte. Charlotte. Trading away McDaniel's for, I think it was seconds. I why didn't they just trade the Lakers? PJ, come on, that that's that well, was that's what well, you needed. Would you like? Would you would would you like to um? Would you like to like D'Angelo Russell more? Uh, sure. So some guy on Timberwolves Twitter tweeted, um, I think it's from Reddit. I I, I don't know which social media site this is. Screenshot. He went um. This source said that D'Lo openly talks shit about Gobert in front of teammates and other teams and coaches, sometimes even on the floor. He said that D'Lo wore his dislike of Gobert on his sleeve. He also said that D'Lo did not want to throw lobs to Gobert and had little interest in working with him. Several times, media came into the locker room and could hear D'Lo being frustrated with having to play with Rudy, and John insinuated it was awkward to hear. Rudy also knew that D'Lo did not like him. And Rudy's excited about Conley. He can trust him. Yeah, I, I love D'Angelo Russell even more. Now. Yeah, that was and, that was. And, that and was you know definitely... who D'Angelo wants to play with? The guy who he literally picked all time to be, to be on a team with. And two of them, LeBron yeah, and AD. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that was that was definitely um, on Reddit. That was that was sent in another one of my DMs. Um, yeah, no. 
also, I, I'm, I'm very is, happy with, with, it's, with that. It's one of the athletic reporters for the Timberwolves who said all this. Oh, okay. yeah. Krasinski? Is that his name? Yeah, John, like that? No, it's not, it's, it's not Chris. Yeah, I think it might be Chris. It's John K. Yeah, yeah. It could be John. That's him. Yeah, yeah. That's most likely him. I mean, that's well, you know, that's fine. I mean, that whole trade was a disaster from the beginning. I'm and sure Anthony Edwards, it, it feels, broke, Edwards feels the same way. It broke first round picks for trades. It really did. Because no one um, knows no one knows how many picks to trade now. It's so it's either way I mean, too much or not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it like we we were talking about having to trade two firsts for Russ. And look at that. You got you got a lightly protected first. Which I mean, I would have probably preferred a little bit more protection on it, but like They're if it was really the deal breaker, is normally the most important. Yeah, and anyway. and at yeah, and at that point, if you're still that bad in 2027, which is only in four years, like then you kind of messed up. At that point, AD will still should still be pretty good. LeBron may be gone at that point. Like, but, but who knows? 44 year old LeBron having 50,000 points. It would be, for, it'd be 42, <laughs> right? Because he's 38 yeah. now. So I mean, like it it yeah. At at that point, I still I think like you would have brought in another superstar to play with those two. I'm buying a D'Angelo Russell. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. <laughs> We're just we want Kyrie blow. Thank you, Kyrie, for your service. <laughs> yes. yes. True like a legend. Destroy True. that team from the inside. Um, but yeah, no, I I totally understand all of that. Um yeah, I I cannot I cannot wait for my first D'Angelo Russell Mo Bamba pick and roll. Oh man, I I want to say I want to say real quick thanks to Joey and Jesse. Thank That's you, really Joey it. and Jesse. Oh, I forgot one thing. I guess um, Rob, since he's he is technically you know, Rob did do the, the the yeah. framework of, of that Utah deal, so I'll give him credit because I wanted that deal initially. So yeah, um, yeah. But what it wasn't, by... it wasn't the deal. It wasn't the deal that I wanted, but. Was better. I'm um, yeah. <laughs> like well, I mean, what you ended up getting with Velo, yes, definitely. But if it was like Conley, I still would have preferred like a Toronto or you know whatever deal. But um, starting five. Yeah. I mean, I. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the the minutes real quick. Um, break down that that Velo, Lonnie, LeBron. Rui, AD. Rui? I like Rui starting next to LeBron and AD. I like Vandy off the bench. I like Vandy I'm off. The, I, I like Vandy off the bench too. I think I go D'Lo. Personally, I go Lonnie. Um. Then, then I have either Vandy or Rui at the three, four, LeBron and AD. Um. I. I I want to I want to continue Braun at the four. I mean, essentially, if you have Ruby or Vandy starting, the three four doesn't really matter. It's interchangeable. Um, so really, it's it's kind of down to like the the guard. I'm I have really I have to watch Mo. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Lonnie personally, just because like I think Beasley's best as a six man. Um, I'm sure Merge is going to throw Reeves in there though. Yeah, I, I would I would go Reeves and Vandy uh for the other two. I think that it, it kind of counteracts each other. I think I, it gives a lot more space as well. You have D'Lo, you have Reeves. You, you could do Beasley there, but uh, D'Lo, Reeves, 
good shooters. LeBron can can space a little, even though he's been bad this year. But and then Vandy and AD as your four five or your whatever your backline essentially. Um, but but I'm fine with Ruby starting, and I'm fine with uh, Lonnie or Beasley starting. So you, you can't really go wrong. Just don't start Dennis with uh, Russell, please. No, that's that is <laughs> that is. If there was one combination, it would essentially be uh, Dennis and D'Lo, and, and not that yep. they can't play together. I don't think that but that they, they're. They that they that they could because like Devo's really good off ball as well. It's just I don't think that they should start. I think uh, that's more of a bench unit. Um, you know, that is your perfect point guard leading the unit. For no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you, you could with this, you can allow D or uh, Braun to come off early. And then it's and you know you bring in you bring in Dennis, you bring in you know who what other guard slash wing that you're gonna have, and then AD let AD go out. Have D'Lo play a couple more minutes. Have him go go out. Uh, and then Dennis takes over. And then honestly, you have you have a solid enough bench that while you you want to have one of AD or LeBron on the floor at all times, you could probably hit a couple minutes here or there. You know, just I don't I don't think it's it's going to be like holy fuck, we need to get them in. Like it was, yeah, like it was, um, yeah. I mean, there yeah, might there if, might be a if, game if or two where it's off, like that, like, but I mean, like I don't you, think it's going to be take... all the time. If you take two minutes off of AD and LeBron's game, like game minutes, I think that's that's a win. Like, yeah, the wrong went from thirty four to thirty two, and AD went from thirty six to thirty four. I think that just helps out everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you could just do like the the last two minutes of a first yeah. or like something like that. You know? Yeah, I I think I think the the biggest thing is just you know giving this this also lets guys have a night off. If they yeah, need it. it also, it's not terrible. I think it also helps us slot into their actual roles a lot more with these trades. Because I, I really like D'Lo as a guard, right? But I think his best, his most effective use on a really, really good team is being the secondary playmaker, yep. spot-up shooter, who can also assist, who can also pull up on pick and rolls, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's perfect in that role. Then we talk about guys like Bandy, who he doesn't have to score on our team. He can literally get six points a game. It doesn't really matter as long as he's playing well. He's an underrated passer as well, Bandy. Yeah, he assists the game. He's had games of five plus this year. Get, get him working with Chris Gent on his shot over the summer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if he can and he make shoots like shot two a game, I think. Yeah. I think that's all he's shooting like 33% from three with about two a game. He's not. He's not the worst shooter I've ever seen. Yeah, it's no. thirty-three percent on a t- an attempt a game, it, but you don't. You also don't need him to to no, score at all because no. he, he's he's only at like eight if points he, a game. But also, like if I he think adds that wrinkle though from this season to next because I'm mm-hmm. obviously projecting oh, yeah. to next season. No, well. I I think allowing him to it be makes... a three-four as well opens up his actual game instead of having to play oh, the five. He's, he's quick enough to play as a three-four. Yeah, and he, he has a big. bit of a handle too. I, I've I've watched some highlights. I've seen him take it like half court to to the paint and like yeah. dump off a pass or something. Like, yeah, he he's can got, do that. He's got he's got solid transition handles. That's for sure. If Malik Malik Beasley just needs to be Malik Beasley that he was at Utah. Oh like, yeah, literally the Lakers league just shoot threes. No more from him. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, his shot quality will go up drastically. Yeah, because instead of him get getting the ball from Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley. And I love JC so much. Like, I'm, I'm not even trying to slander Jordan Clarkson there. Like, you know, 
He's been really, really good in Utah. Like, legitimately been phenomenal. But it's a different kettle of fish playing next to LeBron James. Like, just, it just is, you know? How it's odd is it going to be things. for Scottie Pippen Jr. to play with, uh, play with Malik Beasley? <laughs> no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Nas is not here. I feel like that's Nas's territory. Hey man, it's just it, it it'll be, it's it's I had to bring it up. You have to. It's, I feel it's, like I feel like right Pippen, I feel like I feel like SPJ will be on G League duty until further notice. <laughs> I would I would assume so. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm I'm really really excited and I feel like I want to watch the Lakers again. And Merge knows I watch most of the games anyway. It wasn't yeah. even a case of like I wasn't watching. I was watching reluctantly, and I hate doing that with the Lakers. Yeah. Whereas now, I can't wait for Saturday. I'm not watching tonight, by the way. Fuck that. You know. <laughs> but from Saturday, I'm watching every game, and if I can watch it live, I'll watch it live. Right. And I think yeah. like after tonight, it goes Golden State, <laughs> Portland, New Orleans. Those are three very winnable games for the Lakers. To go so, into All Star break with a bit of momentum. Very important wins too, because they're right ahead of us, and they're yeah. in. They, they, all three are in the uh, plan right now. So if you can win three, three of those games, it it just catapults you immediately into the play in essentially. Yeah, War- their their next four: yeah. Warriors, Blazers, Pelicans, Warriors, and then it's Mavs, Grizzlies, but then Thunder, Wolves, Warriors. That isn't our big one. Like there's there's a there's a a good, some good games that they could should easily win, or be right there, and some that will be a bit of a of a contest, and we'll see how the team is gelling. But then LeBron and AD should take over by the end of that oh, little stretch. I, we should be at five hundred. You yeah. should be. I, I I guarantee that LeBron is going to be so dialed in now. I would sure hope so. I I think I don't know. How LeBron and AD can look at this negatively? I just don't. No, they can't, because it, the, whatever, whatever way you look at it, right? Russell Westbrook's not there, and I feel like AD on Tuesday night was really, really pissed off. People going, "Oh, it's because of trade." I've heard rumors he was I, sick as well. I don't know how true that I, is. I think I think the whole Russell Westbrook thing pissed him off. That's fair, and. Especially if we're getting the reports from like Windy and McMiniman, how bad Russ was on Tuesday night. If I was Anthony Davis, I'd react the same way. Did you see the video of Austin Reeves just stare out Westbrook? No. no. Austin Reeves? Yeah. <laughs> you fucked up, dude. <laughs> Don't get the school shooter going, man. I need. Oh man. <laughs> I need. I need. I need to see that. You need to post that in the DMs. Um, Let me try and find it now. But, but yeah, so yeah. what I'm saying is that the cloud's lifted off the franchise, and I feel like LeBron thrives having young players next to him, even though he tries to get, which makes no sense. He loves veteran talent, but I feel like he really, really enjoys having young players around him also because oh, yeah. he's yeah. fucking LeBron James, right? It's what I've been what saying said for how long. Years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I. Like last year when they assembled the oldest team in the league was just awful. Insane. And then this year was a little bit better. This this is the only the only player what 
older than well, the only players above like 27 are like Dennis, AD, and LeBron. Like that's it. Everyone else is 26 or under. You know? And like some of those guys that are 26, it's like D'Lo, who has eight years of experience and who has, as Nas said, a make-a-wish all-star. You know, he's still a super role player type, you know? Like it's just it's just so much improvement. The baggage is done with with Russ on the team at least i'm sure there'll be shit talking um oh, yeah. between them but you know it you get rid of a dirty player in pat bev and i'm sure they enjoyed him just because like he's a guy that i can see vets liking but then thomas bryant apparently asking for a trade because he wanted more minutes like that's oh, kind wow. of a headache damian jones being a complete and utter negative and then jta who just was hurt quite a bit like and then none who was just ass so like you you got rid of what one two three four five six guys and he's been, and, and he's been and solid you in improved in Washington though some sometimes the bright lights just isn't for some people yeah I know you yeah. don't like him and you haven't liked him but I think I, I think none's an NBA player I just don't think he was an, a Laker player no he's yeah he's I he's my all my thing I think it was always know, but... that he wasn't the like guy super role player that everyone was making him out to be. Oh no, he was not that. But so, all right. Any final thoughts? I can't wait to watch a game. <laughs> oh man, Saturday, Saturday is going to be Saturday is going to be so much fun to watch. Hell, I might if I don't know if they're pulling up any like Max or any of the two way guys. But I kind of oh I can't wait to see that. Um, I can't wait to to possibly watch just those guys. Just just because like next time the improvement is going to be ridiculous. By the way, yeah. A guy that I wouldn't mind if they if they miss out on buyout guys to bring up would be Jay Huff. Just gonna throw that out there. He's kind of a kind of big. yeah kind of he's kind of the same mold as. Um, Mo Bamba, but he's been really good with the South Bay Lakers. Really good. Yeah, so, he has. So, um, yeah. Any final thoughts? No? Nope. Cool. Well, we went really long, about an hour and 40 minutes. So, Birch, you may have to actually put this into two pods. Um, but Oh, no. I, I, I had a Alan and I had a Styles Clashing pod. It was like almost three hours of the whole oh. thing. We've we've had we've had we've had shit like that too. So, um, but yeah, all right, that's fine. Um, yeah, thanks thanks to Nelson and Nas for joining us. Unfortunately, uh, Nelson just kind of disappeared, and then Nas had um, go take care of his son. So familial issues. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Alan, congrats on the job. I'm so happy for you. Only you said like an 18 minute walk from home. That's fantastic. Um, you deserve it. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. You oh. deserve it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Merge. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no. We'll end. We'll end there. Oh. Oh. All right. Thank you all for listening. Go ahead, rate, review. Now with the Lakers being fun again, we might actually record more. Let's right. let's hope that 
that it, this goes great because it seems hey the, the like, Lakers could suck the rest of the year. I'm fine recording. I swear. I'm not even joking. The rest it's just of the they're, more, like, they're more they're more fun. Yes, it was just yeah. such a drain. I mentioned how one idiot that told the life out of us. It was it well it was I mean, three. It was three. Well, it was three for me. None as well. Those three just were complete and utter like I hated watching them. None was a them. non-factor to me though. Like no. I had to watch Beverly for 30 minutes a night alone. No, I no, I, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying that the three guys that I wanted gone are gone. If I knew if I knew that we were gonna get this, I would take none still being on this. Like legitimately. Like to get rid of Westbrook and Beverly, I'd take them on still being. Honest. No, I still want Rui. I'm, 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 no. I'm glad he's not. No, no, I'm glad he's not because I really like Rui. I, I'm just saying, like, I hear. Thank you. God, those two. Oh yeah. I, I, I have to refrain from swearing on podcasts again. Uh, thank God, those two idiots are no longer on the Lakers. I, I hear you. All right. Because I haven't signed my contract yet, so I, I'm <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> nice. And then uh, merge. Did you have any anything that you want to add? Like no. I said, I I haven't watched a full game. Uh, saying I think the last full game I legitimately watched was last year's Christmas game. Oh man, it's, it's, <laughs> not they not have, not the most recent one. The 2021. Yeah, no, Christmas they game. <laughs> they they've been so. I don't know how our buddy Raj does it. I just. I can't wait to have him on. We need a message. We need a message. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be so so fun. All right, that's it. Y'all have a great one. Go rate review. we we will be talking more because now the Lakers yes. hopefully are fun. So all right. Yep. Bye, y'all. Have a great one. Bye.